Hello, everybody. That is my squeaky chair. Welcome oh. to the Twofold Podcast. It's been a little time, uh, but this week I'm assigned as your host um, upon mutual agreements. <laughs> and with me is uh, Timothy Myerski. Timothy! <laughs> Philip Dragish. <laughs> and me, Jacob Dragish, as well. Welcome. And. Uh, how you guys been doing? Hey! What's up? What's happening? It's been so long, my friends! My it's friends. been so long! It's been we, we're, we're late a week. We're, we're late, late a week. It, Scheduling it just, issues. Things just happened, you know? Things just happened. Someone you know, thought that we just... happened. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You know, right. it was blizzard out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, winter, the winter is coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, winter's yeah. coming. I see the Scheduling darkness issues. spreading. And then I was gone for a week. I, w- I was in a cabin in the oh, woods. Oh, yes. Tell me about Magical the cabin times. in the woods. Well, I saw some photos. Happened. I turned into a townsman. Tim yes. Oh, Jacob's a townsman. Oh, you're just, right. Just what happened? Everything. So and, much and, happened. And Phil almost turned into a bikeman. Right. <laughs> Two years ago. Not, not Two now. years ago. Sure. But, you know. Well, yeah, come on, jo- you got to join us. I mean, all all that happened to me is that I cut my bangs a little bit. That's about it. Nice. So now you're before we get to talk about townsmen and, and bikesmen. Tell us, yeah. tell us what what have you what have you got for us today? Yes, yeah, so today <coughs> we're uh, the, saying the, the theme song. Si- theme song, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's great. Uh, so Tim, there's this plugin that's free, also from Waves Factory. Um, uh-huh. That has this uh, feature where it's like we know when you press play on a tape player, it goes like whoop and like wind. Oh, up. I love it. Maybe we could look into that. Oh, okay, yeah, just for, for, you know, <laughs> that's good stuff. I love that. Um, love that. <laughs> love that Johnny effect. <laughs> good more good. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Jacob, tell us. Yeah. Tell us what the film is. What is this film? I'm getting there. Give me a moment. Uh, I went the safe and stable route. You know me. Uh, oh yeah, we're two full podcasts. That's I don't right, know if we're two full podcasts where we. If you're wondering where you're two listening, movies, twofold. Um, still in the era of one. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're still things are about to change. The, the wind of the winds of the change are, are blowing. I see the winds of change. Someone's blowing someone out there, but we, the change will become <laughs> here soon. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Uh, and so you'll be. I think you'll be proud of me. Um, this podcast that I didn't. I didn't pick an old movie. I didn't pick a movie from 2019. Didn't pick a movie from January Woo! 2020. Oh. I didn't pick something that, you know, just to watch. Uh, I picked a new movie. A new movie, totally Good. just on my own. Just searched it up on my own. Didn't have any help so, from so Tim honest. or Phil. <laughs> no recommendation list. They weren't like, hey, maybe this movie. No, thank None you. of that. I just, yeah, on my own. You just, you just magic to research for days. It's a brand spanking yeah. new Charlie Kaufman movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Now on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie we watched So, today. what's the movie called? I know you're thinking of ending things, well, but what's the movie personally, called? Personally, I'm not. Uh, stupid. Bad um, joke. Bad joke. Abort. I'm aborting this joke. Stop it. <laughs> it's done. It's over. Go on. Johnny, remove I'm it. leaving the silence, so your awkward joke will not escape. Yeah. Thank you. We get punished. Mm. Okay, you have been punished enough. Yes. Um, so, the movie is called I'm Thinking <laughs> of Ending Things. Thank you. That is the official title. <laughs> do your joke Please again, don't. Phil. <laughs> no, Just go away. And um, that's the movie we have for for today planned. So I think it's going to be an interesting episode. Um, you know, uh, Charlie Kaufman is actually a filmmaker I actually know about, and I know some of his films. So that that's a good thing to to actually have on my side this time, as opposed to <laughs> yeah, it's, that's right, that's right. No, it's a movie. 
So I don't know, like La Chinois. Remember that? Totally. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, is that uh, French your French? Jean Luc Godard. Yeah. New, 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 new Light Cinema. <laughs> oh, what is it called? <laughs> yeah. Lord of the Rings. That was a good movie. I love that one. Yeah. So before we, I think about that movie. all okay. No, Do you really? Okay, it comes to my mind. Just some scenes and just. I just remember that weird class wars ordering. Uh, that italian style pizza <laughs> at like 11 p.m and we had the spicy sausage and it mm. was like this really weird experience because i'm watching this movie and i'm eating that pizza um <laughs> and i remember you guys were making money when i talked to you about that because you're like jacob's just thinking about, the pizza, <laughs> thinking about the movie <laughs> now when you have spicy pizza you'll just think of <laughs> well yeah that's true that movie is associated with that spicy 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 pizza uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so let us continue on. Um, but, but before we go into the movie and yeah. all the ins and outs and, you know, the spiel. The spiel. Mm, the spicy your, spiel. Your cabin ventures. Yeah. Um, uh, took a, took a, me and the fam, uh, we really needed holiday. I, I think because of the COVID. Last, oh, dude. We took a, we took a vacation for a week, but everything was like booked out. All the cabins, hotels, anywhere we wanted to go. And we didn't couldn't leave the country, so we just biked around last time. We were like, yeah. okay, we gotta get something. So we so we got this little cabin, wooden cabin in the woods. You saw, saw the, pictures. the pictures. What you guys Wonderful think little of? cabin. It, it looks like you picked a really good cabin. Because mm-hmm. it does, does it, is it evil daddy or is it romantic y? Romantic y. Ah, it's fairy tale like. Between. Okay. <laughs> between. <laughs> between. I want to say, did it tick all your your check boxes that you wanted? Oh yeah. So if anybody doesn't know, Tim is a it, big it, time. He's a he's a He's a cabin man. <laughs> yeah, he's a cabin man. He's been I'm a man a of the cabins, cabinet. But he, he, his big dream is the cabin ventures. And I yes. think this is one step towards fulfilling that dream, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And that's why I'm interested uh. to hear, hear if, it, if it's good. It was hard because everything was booked out. I couldn't find... And also this style of cabins that I want, just like a big old A-frame a with like glass and stuff, that that's not really common here. So it's really hard. Yeah, see, we, I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, like a big, oh, okay, that. Like a, like a, like a, like a big... Upside, yeah, yeah, that goes upside down V. A. That's, That's what, what an A is. <laughs> what an A is. <laughs> hey, listen, but upside down V is just talking about the roof, but the A has that slice in the middle. So, right. well, if you well, have two like, floors, yes, then exactly. you have a slice. That's true, but wouldn't the slice be lower because the house has to be taller? Anyway, I mean, let's. Okay, so so so, so you so you got to explain to someone like you know like uh, do you just would you go with an A frame or an upside down V frame? <laughs> but the upside down V is more fun. Because like, mm. then you get someone go, oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, go on. Okay, so the upside down V frame, half uh, a W frame. Okay, stop. Okay. And also, I want, I want. Uh, so it's further away from people. I don't want other houses or cabins around. I want forest oh, yeah. surrounding it. Forest. But I don't want to be too far away. I don't want to be like in bear country that if something like happens, alone, no one, isolated in the yeah, no one knows. Uh, so, but this was like very close to it. I think like, I learned a few things that made me change my ideas of what a cabin is now that I have a child. Because, mm-hmm. because like the two things that I learned on on this vacation is one is that the days of like because like back in the day when we took vacations we travel around the world with, with my wife mm-hmm. um you would we were pretty active vacations we don't do much of that mm. just laying around kind of stuff you know like because you know even in work and stuff like that you're still you're still tired mentally but you you go to thailand and you want to travel and do things yeah like yeah sites and places you kind of map it out a little bit maybe lay, lay on the beach for a little bit but then go visit things go see things you know experience yeah. things so 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 use it up but 
you know, being working from home and a parent and everything, we were like, okay, we're, we're gonna, we're just gonna relax. But <laughs> with a child, that oh, doesn't exist no. anymore. Like if, if, if one of us, because you always have to watch out, you have to entertain and you have to do things. And, and it's, it's, it's very, it's like maybe in the evening when she's falling asleep in the evening, we, you know, we could dream. I finally, I, I got around a book that I had on like for my reading for like six years already. Oh, yeah. So that was good. So in the good, evening, good, just good. some beers, some whiskey, just, just a reading book. I was oh, really nice. looking yeah. forward to reading this book. Who's the author? Tell us. Uh, Yuval Noah Hari, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind. I, I love this book. Oh, I, yeah? I really enjoyed it. I'm halfway it through. Like it Does it start book. with it's like a hist- Cro-Magnon Man and <laughs> Australopithecus? No, it's about... It's about um, uh, Homo, well, <laughs> Homo sapiens mainly, but we do you do do mention the Homo erectus and Homo neanderthal, our so buddies like of the old yes. age. Evolutionary history of mankind. It's basically it kind of centers around four uh, revolutions, like revolution. I think the tagline first one is like the revolution of the mind when we made it fire, and all that stuff. Second is the agricultural one, farming, mm. how that changed mm-hmm. society. Uh, the, the third one is kind of empires and money, oh, wow. kind of globalization. Yeah, I good job. Well done, well done. And it's just, and it kind of like, it's it's really straightforward. I think I really enjoyed it because for the last couple of like ten years, a lot of ideas of like worldview mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. I see things, ideas of started to form, but I was really having trouble articulated. And this book does a lot of that. Like, That's okay, cool. now I know how to how to word these things or, or like have the scientific background and not just like mm-hmm. sprinkles of ideas. What I was trying to say. So so. That's interesting. Some, I, had, I bought some whiskey, some sc- scotch, nice. and drinking to put the fire on the. Put, in put the, the, in the fire wood. in. Yes, <laughs> yes the fires. Yeah. It's tired of sleeping and reading. Your evolutionary past. So <laughs> I know, right? Fires. <laughs> Primal. Fires <laughs> and then some agriculture. Primal. We got. The embers yeah. burned. We started yeah, cooking. Yes, the embers burned. Paper. Yes. Um, so, so, so yeah, that was, That's that was cool. good. But like, that was the evening, but during the day, you got to watch how you got to, so, you know, so either was maybe one of us was relaxing. The other one have to like cook something, you know? So it's like, were you just like pretty much in the cabin the entire time? Just chill, I mean, chilling, but you know, doing stuff like in the building, you weren't like walking around in the forest and nature. We did, we, we, we did some hikes. We went to a castle, hiked up a castle. Um, we did, we, there's some lakes around there cause it, cause it's, a, it's a region of, it's called, uh, it's basically old medieval mining, gold and silver mining towns mm-hmm. that we visited. And there's cabins around those little lakes. Um, so it's a cool place. I, I like that place a lot. And uh, w- w- would you say that, uh, relaxing, or trying to relax there was different than relaxing at home. Oh. Uh, no, it was, it was much better. I mean, we live in an apartment here. That was a cabin. We had a big old porch where you oh. could so it was like living in a relax. House, sort of like re- almost like renting a house. Yeah, and it's also forest. Yeah. And you got to see what it might be like if you had a house. Yeah, and besides, like the, but also no, no work. So it's like That's you know, true, yeah. I think it was, I, I think it was a little even better. Like I didn't bring my computer. It was like we also were all no social media oh. for that week. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. just uh, what's that called? Off the grid. Off, off the grid, grid. Yeah, just just <laughs> chilling. Yeah. So so just like chillage the in the grid. in the in the cabinage. <laughs> that's cool. And so um, that's one thing is like that super chillage not possible with kids anymore. You have to really appreciate the small amounts of chillage. And the second thing was like, as much as I love this cabin, I think now that I have a child, I like I realized because she went there and like. There's like, okay, the road is there, there's a hill, there's nowhere to kind of her for 
me to just let my child go not wander away so it's like okay maybe next time a cabin with a little bit of grass field and a in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. you know uh, some kind of uh, fencing around and maybe uh, uh, some some for, for somewhere for her to play like a swing yeah, or something like yeah. that like so I'm like not this middle of the woods uh, evil dead stuff anymore <laughs> so 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 I have learned these two things but it was, it was great cabin nothing nothing unusual uh nothing nothing i was good, there there's a cellar good. there um that i was banging on nothing no <laughs> voices came there was from a there. guitar electric guitar um, and amp so that's good there was an <laughs> electric guitar and amp in the bedroom <laughs> dude it was amazing it wasn't even the pictures when we were like booking the airbnb and i just I came wonder, I guess the like, what is this there? like someone who, in case you play guitar the haunted guitar yeah there was like there, it, it was really good like he, there was like a little jbl speaker for you know want to play some music awesome. he just like, left all the fire cold we barbecued we went as a close by like a little farm petting hey, zoo so kind of thing for food did you bring all the ingredients and just like wing it every day or what um or like yeah we, we, we went into town okay. for once for for lunch a little terrace no, um, terrace. but yeah we cooked i barbecued i barbecued mm. some so met expectations exceeded expectations or i would know, say met i met. would say met that's gonna good. miss gonna miss miss little cabin yeah. yeah well that's okay in the future there'll be another cabin waiting for you that's right there are many cabins that await you many cabins more guitars. Many, many cabins g- cabin will have like three guitars <laughs> I was actually trying to say, why didn't I bring my guitar? You yeah. know, like uh, I could have played on the porch, like a yeah. yeah. About my about my cabin days, but there was electric guitar. I could play, you know, echoey solos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how about you, Jacob? How how has how is your how is your move your change? It's good, townsman. You know what I gotta say, city man to townsman, townsman from city man uh, to townsman. The city of Townsville. Yeah. <laughs> city of Townsville. Right? Exactly. Of Quick course. Yeah. 10 bucks, anyone who knows that, I lose all my money. Um, yeah. Immediately. No, I gotta say, being a townsman has its upsides. It's been really nice. It's been really nice. Um, so we are currently in the town of Chakovets, as opposed to Zagreb. Now, Tim and me, we're only three hours away uh, by car. That's so true. That's true. That's if only amazing. the borders, borders here were open. Like, yeah. three, three hours. That's crazy. That's like super close. That is so close. Ever been. No, yeah, totally. Because every time we had insane. to uh, drive over there, it was always four like hours. four to five, even sometimes yeah, six, yeah. depending on the traffic and everything. No, so basically we've been just uh, working a lot on the on the place and, you know, setting stuff up. Uh, everything is unpacked and more or less just uh, trying to take it easy which is pretty nice. Everything's mm-hmm. around. It's great. You can just go everywhere. I can just walk. I can walk to the store. I can walk to there. So easily accessible. I'm <laughs> <laughs> imagining Jacob, like in the morning, in his papuche, going for some... <laughs> his papuche. Going to the store to buy some bread and some milk. And it's great because I work from home, so it's like I go from the I go from the bedroom, I go up the windy stairs into my office. <laughs> yes, I know it's great. And the morning starts, and I have my coffee. I feel like wife. It's so good, man. I I shall return yes, after my I work is finished. Away. <laughs> and she goes on her journeys to her work, since she goes, she works outside of town. And so it's like, then I'm mm-hmm. all alone, and I'm, and I'm working remotely. <laughs> in your tower. <laughs> alone in my tower. I'm, just, I'm working, and, you know, so it's been interesting. How's the, what well, was so far I've seen, like, the biggest change 
internally, not inside you, inside your place <laughs> where you live. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the townsmen have different organs. The, the shape. Uh, you went to, you, you got the stairs and stuff Dude, like that. Yeah. How is that? Three stories. Crazy. It's amazing. Mm. The Towerman. It's, it, How's Tower's life? It's great. I mean, honestly, you don't realize how nice it is to have space. And you also don't realize how much stuff you have. You have <laughs> space to put it in, uh, which is interesting too. It's good. It's good. It's yeah. good physical activity. You know, walking up and down everywhere. It's like you forget something. Oof. <laughs> Two stories down. down the windy stairs. Next time. Down the stairs here. Um, For sure. You no, know, it's nice that I gotta say. So you know, once you guys are here, there's plenty of room. Oh, it's great. It's great, man. I've been there once. That's I true. helped them yeah, move. But no, um, when you're there next time, <laughs> there's been some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I want to see. I've seen upgrades. pictures of Phil sleeping. Oh yeah, that's right. On, on, on. <laughs> yeah, gotta put that in the folder of me sleeping in different places. Yeah, there is a right. folder like this for oh, photos. Our theory is that Phil is gonna like slowly, sneakily move in. Oh no! Just, please, like, just leaving no, things. no, no, no. Just think leaving things. Just <laughs> 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 like, oh, there's my there's my huge monitor, one of forty. I will leave this here. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, yeah. Phil. I mean, the only awesome. option would be the the storage yeah, room. Yeah, of course. No windows. Oh, you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> perfect, right? That's, just that's how I live anyway. <laughs> Creature of the night. No, fill fill in the washing yeah. machine under the, the, the yeah. stairs. Problem. I have a short washing machine story. Is that uh, the washing machine <laughs> okay. that came that came with the place? Listen to this. Uh, my wife was trying to get it working, um, and what happened was every single time she would turn it on. He would, you know, like those uh, washing machines that go nuts that you see on like gifs and stuff. They're just like, dum, 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 dum. yeah, yeah, like the, <laughs> yeah, like the, it's out yeah, of out of sync of, and just like, of gravity, and you could hear it through the whole building. And we were like, what is going on? What is this? this is ridiculous? I've never seen that in my life. I always thought washing machines are basic, right? You just press them and they work. You, you set it up. <laughs> Turns out, washing machines come come with these rods that stabilize them when they ship them. And the person who was, I guess, installing it here totally didn't even think to remove them. So great. Wait, so that means if yeah. you so if you remove them, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Now, they're right? like transportation stabilizers, but then you remove them, and then it's oh. fine. yeah, yeah, because 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 you, you you the barrel is basically kind of free yeah. in there, so it, it fixes oh, it there, so it doesn't bang okay. around when you move it. But once you install it, the barrel needs to be you know kind of loose yeah, yeah, so yeah. it can so once the centrifuge kind of moves it around it doesn't destroy annihilate oh, the washing machine like, like, those, like those gifts so you know there's a lot of things uh, um yeah when you throw a brick in too, there discovering also the the uh interesting um uh, adventures of figuring out how to get internet across three stories and things like this so it's it's, it's, been it's great, man. Ooh, I'm just really happy. Did you have a cable? You know, so what I did was I, I first started using these things called power lines. Have you ever heard of those? So no, it's like you know, a so this distributor is a that you plug into your router and into the wall of the you know electricity, and then you mm-hmm. put another unit in another room, and they actually transmit internet through the electricity of the house, and that's how you can make another Wi-Fi point. Oh, and this is the funny thing. Is, is that enough? Thing. It works. Like it works, right? But it's nothing like it's advertised and it's nothing like it's, uh, you know, you research about it. Like, you know, like, I don't know, I have a company that says like, oh, yeah, okay. up to 300 megabits, you know, yeah. Wi-Fi. And you plug it in, all depends on the, the quality of your cabling, the infrastructure, uh, how it distributes that, you know, um, internet signal through the yeah. wires and stuff like that. So honestly, it's like not a super solution. So great. Um, so now That's I'm, weird. Uh, I've never heard of yeah. that. Yeah. 
I was like, you turn on the washing machine, your megabits yeah. go down. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, I was looking at it through the app, and sometimes like I plugged in another one power line, and I realized like they're now distributing it differently. Now it's like instead of 100 megabits maximum, it's like 30. It's really bizarre. So I think I'm going to have to switch to something else, like a Wi-Fi mesh system, um, and then we'll see from there. But but my router actually works amazingly. The, the router I bought, I have a TP-Link router. Like, well, fantastic. Great, but, you know, so these are the adventures. Range finder. These are the adventures the, 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 of the, the, Townsman Jake in his tower. Yes. Yeah. Anyone else? Any updates? I have no idea, man. I've, I've come off, I've come no. off of, of a Hoya Day. So Hoya, Hoya Days. Yeah. Hoya Day. What's new in the world? What has happened? I wasn't on social media. What, what has happened in the last week? Anything exciting in the, in the world. world of? To be honest with you, I'm not even like the world of happening because it's um, yeah, and uh, I feel better when I don't. So I don't know. It depends on what you're exactly. interested in. Exactly, yeah. you know. Are you interested in? I don't know. Just anything exciting? You know, anything? Anything out of story? Something. I, I was gonna think about something maybe that's topic mm. friendly here, like something in the world of film. Uh, uh, Robert Pattinson is back playing Batman. And they're filming that's again, that, so that's yeah. great because he had like a he had a bit of a Rona issue. He, had, he was tested positive. Oh, okay. And yeah, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's okay he's now. Back. Yeah. He's he's all better now. I saw the new Dune <laughs> yeah, trailer. Oh you, yeah. Did you guys see that? The Dune. In the cinema. No, you didn't. You watched you it at my place. Phil's place. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Phil's place. Yeah. The cinema. Yes, that's great. I'm, I, that's an honor. That's a compliment. That's a compliment as far that's, as I'm that's concerned. That's you've made Phil's day. Yeah, right you now. did. Place is like a. Cinema. I was very happy to thoughts. Hear that. Um, <laughs> thoughts on such things. Well, you no know, thoughts. You know, like back in the day when I was younger and more skeptical, I would be very critical of trailers that would come out. But now I can't. I just I don't have that the kind energy of agree, for this. Honestly, like, what do you mean? Like like bad trailer or yeah, like you see everything again. and You're like yeah. Why would I have words? <laughs> like, there's not, there's nothing to say. <laughs> why, why, why use words? There's nothing. There was nothing. Okay, I, I kind of like felt the same. I was. I'm very, I'm open minded because I love the director, the director, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, How do you pronounce his last name, please? Uh, let me uh, look at it again. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Nouvel. I don't know. V- Villeneuve. Damn it! I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, I've heard it. I've heard it on the podcast, and 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 I I can't. I can't. I don't know. Let me see. Let me, okay, see. Let me okay. look at it again. It's fine. Um, but yeah. So yeah, she's like we talked about them last time. Yes, Denis spice. Villeneuve. I don't know. I don't know. How to, how to talk about it. But I don't know anything about Dune except that documentary we watched with. Uh, oh yeah, with Jodorowsky. I wonder what he thinks about this movie. I really. Do. He said he was like, oh, it's. I think he asked him, and he was like, oh, it's. I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> That's okay. What he said. Oh. <laughs> I think right. the problem with that is that I think um i from that documentary i have all his crazy ideas and his imagery in it so to me it's very colorful and out there insane so watching this trailer it was very like sandy yeah which makes sense you know it's a sand sand land for sure so it would be sandy so i'm like ah where are the crazy you know yeah, the out of the crazy, crazy yeah. concept arts and the, the yeah. spaceships that, that I, I mean, saw in there. So that's I'm confused. But yeah, I I don't want to make this a Dune part of our no, no, let's skip uh, podcast. So, do but all I'm gonna say is that uh, I would have liked. No, 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 oh, no. thanks. Go, uh, go, 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 go. Finish my sentence. <laughs> go. The, um, the, the host I just you. 
Okay, thank you, host. Um, <laughs> thank you, host. Um, the the only thing I would say about it really is that I was expecting, I was hoping it would be less of a video game concept art look and more of a something we haven't seen before. But you know, that's that's kind of it. You know what I mean with like video game concept art? Yeah, I think it's hard for like for a trailer for any of that kind of visual like i'm i'm waiting for the context yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no judge. no that's obviously like every trailer that i've seen for the past 10 years when i'm not critical like back in the aughts i was more critical and now it's like it doesn't matter what trailer it is i usually don't even watch a trailer anymore because i know that the movie is going to be fairly different and it's just not going to project what yeah. it's going to be later on so Trailers have become very ubiquitous, yeah. sim- similar, and just ubiquitous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I'm trying That's to use the word of the week. big words because the people in our movie we're yeah, doing yeah. today big have words. like an amazing vocabulary. So <laughs> it makes me feel <laughs> makes me feel like oh, man, I sound like a caveman. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we'll talk about. I really want to talk about this movie. I want to talk about this movie. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, okay, go. Let's go. Let's go. To the intro zone, but I just want to say my background with Charlie Kaufman movies. I don't have my browser on. Anyway, um, Charlie Kaufman is a writer slash director, if I'm not mistaken. And he's made a couple of, he's very, I think he's yeah. known in the cinematography world as, not cinematography, I meant like the world of cinema as... Um, <laughs> you mean my as, house. As a very, um, like, um, uh, not only like a well-known director, but like a very um, like great director, if I'm not mistaken. Like he's, he's highly regarded, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he hasn't directed that much. I think his directorial debut was in 2008. Uh, yeah, filmography. So it reminds me. Okay, so go for it. So Timmy. the first for the so the first um, five sort of uh, theatrical movies uh, that he was involved in, he was a writer. Mm-hmm. That's being John Malkovich, Human Nature, Adaption, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, and then Eternal really? Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Those he just wrote that. And then he first first director was uh, Cyan Doge New Cynicdoki. I, I haven't seen that one. New York, and then Anomalisa. Anomalisa. I, I don't know. Anomalisa. I don't know how to pronounce it. I watched that one. That was pretty good. That's like a stop motion one. He directed that one, and then this so, new one. The I'm thinking of anything. So he has only three directors. I remember uh, um, obviously movies. being John Malakovich is a movie I did watch, but as a younger man. And uh, mm-hmm. it was an intriguing film. <laughs> confused. It was confused, confused younger man. <laughs> like because of like w- what I thought the movie was trying to say. Yeah. Because you were I angry. Was, I think we talk about this on, a, on an old podcast back in the day, but I won't go into it. But I remember, I haven't seen it since. Must have, but I must have had like, must have been like 15 years old or 14 years old. I can't remember. But I was angry because okay. I thought that the movie was just selfishness of the characters. Like the point of the film is be selfish. That's how I interpreted it as a 14 year old. So it made me super angry because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what is this? Like, this is horrible. These people are just horrible. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> These unethical, immoral people were spreading horrible. the people wrong message. Um, and then I watched yeah. that one, Eternal, Spon- Eternal Sponge Shine. It's a new film. Sponge Eternal Sponge Sponge Sign of the Spanish Mind. Hey, uh, can can Frank make make a poster for that one? (laughs) Eternal Sponge Shine. That's like, you know, when you use a sponge to like clean something. (laughs) The Sponge Shine is so strong that it's It's eternal. It's it's like a commercial, right? It's a commercial for a sponge. Eternal sponge shine. It's like, once you shine it with the sponge, it will shine for eternity. 
Oh yeah, yeah we're yeah. gonna it's get a, to that. I want to. It'll always shine. I have something and you can't get that. the shine off. You'll be like, you know, and then you, you uh, sponge yeah. yourself. You'll be just like shining. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I watched Eternal Sponge Sponge Shine. Now here I am saying it again. Internal Sponge. Oh crap! Internal Sponge Shine. That's it's, <laughs> internal it's one of my sunshine. Of internal Sponge. It's a favorite of a lot of, of people. Yeah. It's one of my three favorite romantic movies. Yeah. Sorry, I have only seen it in like 2005, and I have to see it again because when I'm when you're 16, I don't think that especially someone of my different interests like mm-hmm. it just didn't it just i need to watch it again i i know i know the characters and stuff that's in there i know what's going on but i i, I need to see it again no he's, he said he's, he's seen spongebob and that's mm-hmm. about yeah i've seen his eternal sponge shine of the <laughs> his eternal sponge shine it sounds like a like a king's uh, <laughs> title and now his the illustrious <laughs> his eternal right. yeah, I, his I love that movie speech. Which which reminds me of something I wanted to talk about last time for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why I have this in my notes. But um so Eternal Spongebine time was uh directed <laughs> by by um uh Michael Gondry. He's French too, so maybe Michael Gondry. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. But I I really realized recently realized but in this is something we talked about, and that's also tied with this movie that it does really good. And maybe, maybe um, Charlie Kaufman picked it up from him, but it does really well create a sense of non-realism, mm. like a sense of something is wrong and something is missing, or something is not real, without using like cheesy VFX CGI or anything like mm-hmm. that. I remember oh, we yeah, talked about yeah, yeah. we talked about in that documentary about the drugs, about um acid, and they were talking about like, you know, oh in movies they always do it wrong with the drugs. It's always some wacky character and things are unrealistic, but usually it's like the how what you feel is usually based on reality. So everything seems normal. And then in that documentary there's like a mushroom with a head talking mm-hmm. to that guy. Yeah, right? And we're like yeah. how bad this is. It's made me think about one thing is that always in movies they have dreams wrong. They 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 don't can't portray dreams correctly. Right. It's always some kind of weird CGI going through some loops and people are weird and things are like it's never right. It did it exactly. It it did it perfect. And it wasn't even about dreams. It was about inside memory. But I remember watching that. It felt like the way they change scenery, how things change in the background. You're one mm-hmm. room and all of a sudden you're in another room. Things are weird hey, size. People's face. Sunshine. Oh. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Michael, Michael Gondry. Gondry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, and, sorry. And recently, and I, and I, and I love this uh, second movie that he did, uh, which is totally different, Be Kind Rewind, but it's hilarious. Oh, movie. man, that's great. Oh, he did that movies. too? I need to watch it again. Wow. Yeah. And, and then recently I got into, it, it ties with this, is I got into like a rabbit hole because I knew of this director and then he did it, the movie, uh, what's it called? There's some superhero movie called... Uh, uh, the Green Hornet, which is just weird. Oh, I haven't right. seen this movie since. But, and I kind of forgot about him, but I still love that movie, Eternal Sunshine. I was like, like top of the movies, especially because of that, the dream-like kind of uh, uh, feel it gives you. And recently I was watching a Jack Content movie about lucid dreaming, which is what we go go again. lucid dreaming like 10 years ago. It's amazing. But from lucid dreaming, learning about dreams mm-hmm. and, and, and actually experience them, in a lucid state, you kind of figure out the ins and outs of a dream, and that's how you're able to identify it when you're watching a dream sequence in a movie how bad right, it is. Right. And that's 
and that mo- and that one got got so good. I recently watched because Jack Conta and his wife were trying I didn't to watch do lucid dreaming, and they were talking about famous. They're talking about famous lucid dreamers, and Michael Gondry is a famous oh. lucid dreamer. Like, okay, that makes total sense oh. that he's always practicing because he knows it. And then I looked up the guy, and this guy did music videos. Really? And then my mind was blown at so many videos he did that I loved in like the late 90s and, and early really? 2000s. And that all of them have this kind of quality of him using visual effects to create this slightly alter reality it never feels off it never feels like some kind of abstract world that always based on reality but it's weird and like he did like he did stuff in the like french stuff in the 90s but then he did like a lot of bjork mm. videos he did all those cool chemical brothers videos he did like this kylie minogue videos when she's going around and there's always duplicates of her he did everlong with foo fighters wow. which just blew no, my mind which was like it's like yes, that's the dream, you know, and it's and it's the same exactly like the same effects of like things are um, moving around and wow. it's, yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. dream within a dream, and I'm like and and you know I was like this is amazing and this is why I was super excited about um, Inception was coming out because I was big in the lucid oh, dreaming and I okay. loved this and I was really expecting to have right, that right, feel right. of a dream but it didn't it, a dream style it was just cinematic action the so but yeah so but they work together on the eternal such and spotless mind and this movie also used uh filmic techniques to make it really weird and intense and and you question no you're absolutely right um what i wanted to say was that uh i also then watched another film by well it was written by charlie kaufman which some a couple of people i knew recommended like highly recommended it was a film called it's a film called uh, Mm -hmm. adaptation with Nicolas Cage, yes. and I gotta say that again, I was a young man watching it, but I remember I didn't really like it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if I would like it so much now. <laughs> Probably would be more invested or understood it more. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, remember, I still remember, like for instance, some scenes stood out with like I think it's about him trying to be a screenwriter, right? And he goes to these these sessions uh, mm-hmm. by that yeah. famous screenwriter mm-hmm. guru. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot his name, Philip something. Yep. I can't remember. And th- those scenes I remember stood out to me, but then the rest of the film I felt like it was a strange, a strange mix of things. Again, unimportant. I was I was younger, so I, I probably different. But I wanted to say right. that then, uh, many years later, I think it was maybe like two or three years ago, um, I had heard about this film called Synecdoche, New York, a long time ago when it came uh-huh. out, and I remember uh-huh. it from from Phil, me. But I think Phil, didn't you hear it from someone else? Okay, I did. I heard it. No, I I looked at the premise because I saw the posters. I saw the posters and I'm like, yeah. And someone told me that it was like a guy making life-size New York. Like a a stage play of the entire city of New York. And I was thinking to myself like that, Mm -hmm. even back then, I was thinking that concept is amazing. It's like really fascinating. I want to see it. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I just didn't see it since, since then. But a couple of years ago, I watched it finally and I have to say that that is probably one of the most powerful films I've seen in my life to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think how he did that movie, it goes exactly into into what you're talking about, Tim. Um, this blend of not knowing what's reality, what's unreality, tapping into these really, really large themes, but doing it in a way that it's almost like the whole movie is an emotion versus uh, yeah. a storyline. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because that that's kind of why, how I judged this movie was in reference, in, in uh, juxtaposition with Synecdoche, New York, because I felt like that was his okay. 
from what I've seen, it felt like his magnum opus, you know, like from what I've seen, like that was his first directorial debut. 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 And then I compared you know, this movie to that movie. And so uh, there were a lot of things that I noticed um, that he did um, in this movie as well. So uh, that's something mm. we can uh, get into. Awesome. Nice. Uh, I didn't watch any of these. This movies, is the first so time. Uh, oh, okay, that's okay. I think. <laughs> did you say you saw? I saw. I saw Eternal, Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine of the Spot. The, the sponge. sponge. <laughs> this is it's great, 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 yeah. uh, great content we have here. But um, but yeah, no. I'm, that's, so what? What did you guys Don't think of the, the premise? Movie? Is that um, the classic? If we're still doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk, talk. Give me, give me your, give me your big best impression of that. Give me your premise. best you know, to, premise. To, to think how can I compact this? So the opening shot is <laughs> you're the freshest you've joking. seen it, right? Spoilers. You've seen it today. No, don't. Spoilers. And then, and the opening shot, we zoom in, and there's, there's this car, and then we we see that. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, I get okay, it. So, yeah. So over <laughs> that. Um, uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking of ending things is a story about a woman who is in a newly formed relationship with a guy and is, and they're on their way to visit, um, mm -hmm. his parents and on this journey, yes. uh, a lot happens that makes her go through almost a, uh, mental journey of, discovering all kinds of things she wasn't aware of previously along with us discovering who this boyfriend is and what is his background influenced who he is and it basically leads you to question a lot of uh the reality of this film and who these characters are and where the where, where it's taking them and mm -hmm. a lot gets mixed up in terms of time and uh who's who and what are we talking about and that's kind of the, the the briefest i could i could summarize it yeah that's, that's i think it's pretty good i think it gives Seems also right. gives the plot and also the mood of the movie yeah yeah so, yeah yeah so yeah. i want to know i want to know <laughs> that me too i want to I th know, know what yeah. phil thought of this movie because it seems like cause, cause <laughs> why it's, do you guys it's interesting think, okay I'm, I'm interested because I think it's a. Uh, I think the, the most different perception. I think. Yeah. Okay. We're we're all not all, we're not all compatible. I think we all have our approaches, but yeah. I think this one's a, a little bit Tim and Jake kind of compatible in in some ways, though it doesn't so. seem but like a like a feel compatible. So uh, that's why I'm that's that's why okay. we're curious. Yeah. Do, you guys, do you guys want to unpack why it's I not a feel compatible thing? Because. Yeah, yeah. I, this is honestly, I, I wouldn't. Maybe I can unpack it if I wanted to, but I, I didn't think about it. That like it was just watching. Okay. It. I was like, yeah, I that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, <laughs> like, is he drawing or, or like, is he I, watching? I <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So the first thing you need to understand is I'm a different man. That is true. Than I was okay. ten years that's ago. True. <laughs> that what being I put said, on Tideland. You put on Tideland. I remember yeah, this. That was Kid Jake, you put on Tideland. Oh, that, that was you too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was like, it was literally the first <laughs> 10 minutes. I think it was Jeff Bridges with like taking heroin or something. He's in a chair and it's like super like depressing. Yes, yes. I mean, and you were like, I would be still depressing watching it now, but as a kid, you know, I was just like, no, we're not watching this. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch Herbie. <laughs> 
fully loaded, starring Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. And we watched that. Okay. Uh, good times. Good times. So, so yeah, sorry to interrupt you, Phil. Ten years later. Um, Your new man, James yes. Man. You're, so, you have the internal sh- shine. And, and to blanket this statement, um, when I turn on a movie, I'm watching mm-hmm. a movie. I, okay. I don't do anything else. I can't. I, get, I, just, I just miss a lot of things if I do anything else. Wise. So. I was committed. I don't know. Like just two days ago, if you were looking at my Instagram stories, I was watching Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. For context, uh, I was hoping to just put it on in the background and work. I mean, this movie mm-hmm. couldn't do it. Couldn't do it because I'm just Indiana missing things. No, no, no. Oh, I'm talking oh, about sorry. Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. So that being said, I watched this movie. I watched this movie, and I was intrigued. I was going through the going through the story of the film. I want. I want to um, first know. Well, no, what do you want me to say? Before well, that, what did you think of it? Since I'm the host. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. What Tim said. What did you think about it before that? What, mm. what, what, um, mode sorry. Did you put you in? what mood did you put you in while you're watching the film? I want to know three moods <laughs> that you're in. Okay. Uno All right. Well, three, I, I, three minutes, mood number one. I got okay. Well, I got into first of all, when I started, I have no context. I don't know anything about this movie. I saw the poster. I Me thought, neither. first of all, I, and <laughs> I saw I, I don't, the poster. That's all I knew, too. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know it's Charlie Kaufman. I've, I know it's that it might be something quirky, something odd. Um, but when it started, I was expecting something like oh. a comedy, something funny, something, something mumblecore-ish. I don't know. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Some breakup drama. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and I, I thought can't it was just believe. Be the hardships of breakup dramas or something mm-hmm. like that, you know. And as it kept going, I started no I started noticing things, as James Cameron said about Terminator Genesis. I started noticing things. <laughs> yeah. And what did you notice? I noticed that okay, so there's some weird things going on here. There's some strange things. We got to Michael, we got to David Thewlis, who I was like, hey, David Thewlis. David, our boy. <laughs> David Thewlis. King, the dragon King slayer. Island, the dragon <laughs> And as the family was having dinner, so uh, the main character, ostensibly presumably. the main character, presumably the main words. character, um, uh, go, uh, visits, visits Jake's parents, not my that's Jake. Right, Jake that's right, Jake, that's right, is the main character. So yeah. Great movie Jake. I picked. And, um, Jake, Jake and his Jake red-headed, red-headed, uh, Yeah, and I'm girlfriend. noticing, and I'm oh, noticing... Like, oh, at the beginning, well, it changes. Cause, well, and I'm noticing yeah. during this dinner table thing, I did notice that Jake was really apprehensive of meeting his parents when they got there to the parents' uh, house. Like at the beginning, yes. they would get out of the car, and he's like, "Let's let's look at the farm. Let's look at the barn a little bit. Don't let's let's not go to see the parents yet, you know." And she notices before that, yeah. like at the window, the mom's just waving very happy and exuberantly, and you think that what's going on here? He just there's something about this. And then when the parents are there and they have dinner, things get awkward, but not really because honestly, most of the things that they were talking about was quite you know, like fairly normal. I mean, of course, it gets awkward, but something there's something about jake what's what's going on with him he's just not having it you know there's something odd and then after that the spooky music comes in spooky music and i'm like is this gonna be a i i I can't believe this is a horror like i don't think someone like charlie coffin would do a horror movie and i was thinking i was just like tim was thinking about phil phil was thinking about jake Uh, my brother 
And I was, I was like, oh no, Jacob. <laughs> the connection. <laughs> Jacob, I hope, I hope this isn't a scary movie. So I hope Jacob's not going to be scared. And oh look, it's worrying yeah. about his younger brother. And, there um, he is. I hope Jacob's okay. You saw the scratches in the basement. Remember mm-hmm. the, that sort of thing. Oh yes, we yes. noticed the scratches in the basement. Such a cliche. <laughs> then in comes David Thewlis, but he's an old man. And at that point, I'm like okay 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 this is going to be a this is some kind of time thing um, this is me just kind of trying to process what's going like what mm-hmm. where, where the yeah, movie is yeah. going it's like a time thing he's an old man and he starts you know you're still thinking things. of tenet yeah 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 they're yeah. moving backwards through well, time because at this point honestly i will be frank with you when um during my time these te- past 10 years i've been so loose about films now i'm, I'm not going in expecting anything so Mm-hmm. Honestly, like with this, I was just, where is this taking me? Show me where I'm going, movie. Where is this? I'm not thinking about what it's going to lead up to. I'm just, I'm just watching, you know, I'm just watching. I'm, I'm an observer. And then in comes you feel tense? Uh, the mom and it's young mom. I did feel, yeah, I felt tense because I thought it was going to be something like um, uh, M. Night Shyamalan's movie, the one with the old lady that he made i don't remember it's like it's a newer film that he made i don't remember what it's called and i thought is it uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, but i still the lady in the sw- lake <laughs> no, no, no 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 it's like this fa- we'll family movie no no it's about an old lady, lady. This, and okay, i was just okay. thinking is it a is it is it gonna be <laughs> is it gonna be a horror movie that's what i'm just like i'm like i don't believe it is no i agree with you phil the entire that's one of the things i loved about this that most of the entire movie it's set up like a horror movie without the payoff it was amazing i was like and every time it 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 worked on me every time it was setting up something spooky i would get spooked but even though like 10 times before i would know like nothing bad is going to happen nothing spooky. but it was just creepy throughout it was amazing yeah and then and then just you know like it's back in time and then what i thought was i thought oh she's just reliving someone's memories or something and it always kept cutting back to this mm-hmm. old man the janitor which unfortunately i don't know about you guys but i kind of had a i knew very early on it was mm-hmm. old jake yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I think i think there's a line where in where in the the first reveal is when they're in the car driving to the parents house and they're talking about a play and Oklahoma. he says Oh yeah, and he, like I I see them do the play all the time, and she's like, "Where?" And then you cut immediately to him janitoring around while they're, well, also, the kids also are the doing the play, which kind of makes you think. Okay, oh, okay, that's about me. Oh, okay, 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 gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's the stuff that I didn't notice me because too. I just watched it once. But anyway. Then there's then there's young David Thewlis. Then there's old mom. Then there's young mom, and then. They, they leave the house. They're like, we well, I got to go. And, and then I was just mm-hmm. thinking, this is like a dream. This feels like a dream. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. anyone else was thinking the same thing at one point. And I'm just like, that's exactly how dreams feel like. Because there's this logic in it where you, you know, you go with it. Yes. But it's not logical at all. You know, like, just like the way that they were talking about, like, we have to go. And they're like, yeah, we'll go. Or like they say, no, we're not going to go. And everyone's okay with that. You know, nothing. Yeah. No one's going. You want to really want to go and you go, but you're not leaving. And not even still there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. And then you you go to another room and it's changed and there's and there's different people. It's and then and, and, and when I when I you're watching right, yeah. a movie yeah. from Robert Zemeckis. And that, the Robert Zemeckis movie. <laughs> I forgot about that. that. That's that was it. Really that was someone <laughs> yeah. Maybe. No, I, I don't think so. I think I don't know, maybe they could yeah, let maybe him know they, that you know they making fun of him, but I don't know. Like the the cliche cliche romance uh, romance. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's but like what you're saying about and the, as they leave like the stuff you I was I was just gonna say go, go I was ahead. just gonna say as they leave the house and they go to other places, then I kind mm-hmm. of I was just I'm going with the flow, baby. Let's keep going. Let's see what let's see what else happens, you know. And there's some yeah. things that remind mm-hmm. me of uh, mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Do you, did you ever watch that episode of the Twilight Zone where the guy goes Childhood into his town. when they go to the 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 Dairy it's a great Queen? Episode, yeah. Yes, the Childhood Town episode. Tim, you should. Yeah, yeah. Did you seen it? Yeah, we should do. We should do a special. Um, I did, I, it rings a bell, but yeah. I, I, no, those are so good. Yeah, I would love to. The OG. Pick, yeah, like, yeah. I think like yeah, all the movies and stuff like you can probably trace it. Like The Simpsons, you can trace it to. Uh, like, anyway, yeah, from, yeah, so yeah. from the end to the end of the film, I'm just like I'm just watching this movie, and uh, I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you understand from it once it was done? As far as plot wise, or as far as um, like the mood, or a message, or like the idea, or anything like that. Silence. I don't know. Awakens. No, do you don't know? Do you, do you know this is based on a book? Well, I was watching the credits, and it said I based on a book at the end. Okay. Did you know this? Yeah. Tim? I well only after I finished the. Um, I I had an idea what what the movie was about vaguely, like like what was my idea, and then it was sort of right when like I've read the synopsis of the book because the book is more direct. The movie is less direct about its plot. Wait, and like you the read the book explain, explanation or just synopsis? I didn't read the book. I read the synopsis of the book. Oh yeah, I didn't. Ch- I wanted to check that out, but I just finished the movie. And then we had to go do the recording. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so <time to> like, <laughs> and would you like so? Say. Well, I'm just gonna say uh, I would, front, but I, yeah. I'm just gonna say it in conclusion to my thoughts. I liked watching it because I liked the effect of it, and I, I mm-hmm. thought I thought all the actors that they picked channeled that effect very well, mm-hmm. very effectively. Ha <laughs> ha. And um, I don't know what it was about, but it was great. I liked it. You know, that this is That's these good. are the kind of movies that did you I feel sad? enjoy. Did I feel sad? Because you because usually movies like this I know would put you in a mood back in the day. Now I'm not saying because it's current mm-hmm. film, but back in the day you would be like, I can't like go through this because it's like messing me up, man. I I don't know. Like um, it's so weird. Like this was fine, mm-hmm. personally speaking, but I watch Beauty and the Beast and I cry. So I don't mm-hmm. know. No, 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 I guess not. Not, not, tragic, not sad. Like, sort of like I a, am. Yeah. Like kind of like a depressed jolted more. into well, some sort of. I'm. I'm mental. an extremely okay. Well, I, guys, I'm an extremely sensitive person. So every time mm-hmm. I watch a film, the mood changes for me I, all the time. I just mm-hmm. take it now. So but it's no, like I'm just saying more in the sense of like before. I know that when you would watch a movie like this, yeah, there'd be a lot of like strings attached. Like, oh, you know, it's a serious movie. They're being serious. They're they're trying to say some serious theme, and then the message, not the message, but the subject matter is very intense is very like direct in terms of human experience and life and the big questions and stuff and i know before when you would have to watch that you would feel like this is like too much to handle you don't like that 
style mm-hmm. of filmmaking. So I'm just curious if that's changed now. Well, this didn't spoon feed you it, so that's what I liked about it. Okay, mm-hmm. this didn't. This was this was just you take what you can from what you're seeing instead of yeah. you know instead of a beautiful mind, which I think was parodied. It's <laughs> like a totally the, different. <laughs> that's not even. That's, that's like <laughs> you know. You, yeah, you no, know what I mean. Is, I think this is. No, I think yeah, but that's like more Hollywoody. Yeah, like that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Let's, yeah show yeah. you the beautiful sadness this is more a bit cynical a bit more kind of raw. realistic approach to raw at life and about emotions and a little bit more like exposed mm-hmm. you know like take the flesh wound and and yeah, look at it, it instead of like yeah you know like yeah instead of you know the wounded bambi on the field without blood that's like you know a beautiful basically mind. i think a movie like this it never um it never uh has that sort of uh it's gonna sound so horrible, but it never has like silver lining. Remember what they mentioned in the movie? But it nah, never yeah, has that, yes, yes, yes. And it's yeah. just it's very brutal in that sense where it's like, and you know, like deep down that they're right in what they're saying. Yeah, you don't want to admit it, right? But that's a reflection of that. Whereas like a traditional sort of storytelling would have that moment where you go, oh no, everything's horrible, and then the last second it's like actually yes. there's a good thing about this. So it's yeah. in that sense, I think. That's kind of it doesn't that's, have like a Hollywood producer who's like, yes, that's all good, but we can't have the people walking out of theater like this because they won't come back for another movie. You yeah, know, yeah. like that, that worry, yeah, like you can't right. leave them. They're also questioning everything and at the end they don't have yeah, the yeah. answer. They don't say, but, you know. Yeah, so. that's what, yeah. Um, that's kind of what um, Terry Gilliam said about Steven Spielberg movies. Um, that, I mean, he was specifically pointing Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. but like, but he said like, Spiegel. what he does Spielberg. is he wraps it into a boat. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Pete, Pete Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> Pete and Spielberg. Spielberg. What did I say? Said, did I say something no, wrong? No, it doesn't matter. We, something. Pete and Spielberg. Okay. Let's go. I did? Something like that. <laughs> Steel, Pete and Spielberg. <laughs> Pete and Spielberg. Okay, so, okay, okay, so what like Pete and Spielberg Pete said. Pete and Spielberg. It's like, you know, the duo. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. It's a steel, steel so company. So what, <laughs> what Pete and Spielberg said Pete and Spielberg. is he would wrap around the movie with the bow at the end and say, right. but there is but specific, happiness and he wraps it around. And that's good, I think. I think and, Terry Gilliam, and Terry Gilliam said, that's not what movies, you know, I mean, this is his opinion. Mm-hmm. That's not what movies should be about because he made he made schindler's list and schindler's list uh, is at the end what he did is he celebrated people getting saved like some some jews getting saved from the holocaust but he but overall the you know the holocaust is about what we lost mm-hmm. you know and it shouldn't you know and so he's making yeah. a statement about like how are you portraying this in like you know in a movie in a narrative and you're like you're giving it a happy end even though it's supposed to be a tragedy you know mm-hmm. and, you know, how are you going to feel about that so that's kind of maybe a similarity here what you were talking about where it's like you don't yeah. you don't come out with any answers right i think I, th- I think there was a cool analogy within the uh, sort of uh dialogue in the in the movie they were talking about their because because the main the i guess our main character from the point of view who are looking at it because we have the voiceover of the girlfriend uh, of the boyfriend who's about to see their uh the boyfriend's parents um even in the uh you, you mentioned full things started change when they go to the house but 
things change about their car because she keeps changing her name. She keeps changing her profession. Mm-hmm. Once she's a poet, then she's an artist, then she's uh, oh. you know, an architect or something like that. <laughs> I just thought, you know, like I, that went over me. I was just like, well, I guess she, she dabbles in all the different things. <laughs> I just <laughs> wanted to say. change. <laughs> and and one, of the, one of the things in the dialogue that I liked when she was the painter, they were talking about her paintings and it's, and it's about... Um, uh, you know, like some some landscapes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I have the quote here, and I think that kind of, to me, kind of represents the explanation of the movie and when what we're talking movie, about. What kind way, of different a couple days ago, a week ago. Uh, you had time to. Think uh, it's about far it. away from me. You're you're very you're very fresh. Um, so it, we are very fresh. The landscape that shows how it makes you feel. It's not abstract, but it's not fo- photo uh, photo. Okay, so so you, you were saying like okay, so. It's not abstract art, right? It's not super crazy. Like you just look at three, um, you know, blue dots and it makes you feel thing. It's still kind of based on reality. So it's a landscape. But like the old man, his father was saying, well, I want to know the person there sad, being sad. Oh, like that would be like a mainstream yeah. movie. It's it's essentially, it's it's based on reality. You're looking at a landscape, but then the point is not the landscape. Like what what's the trees or where is it at? Mm-hmm. Or it's the point that the mood it gives you looking at, mm-hmm. right? And I think this movie is kind of like that as well. It's not super direct, like here's the plot and this is the point of the plot for yeah. me to be, nor is it super crazy abstract that you, you have to really, you know, kind of dig in yeah. to feed. It, it just, you just kind of watch it and, you know, the scenes of just them in the car and just the winds outside. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think, you know, like we were saying, the dreams and thoughts and being in someone's head. I, I think, think it's, cool. it's great. Yeah, well, I w- <laughs> I'm just loudly coming in. I think it's great. I actually... These are, I don't know if you're going to believe me or not, but these are the kinds of movies that I wish I could do, which I probably won't do. But like, these are the things like, you know, it's so hard thinking up plots because they're so logic based, you know, and it's like you have to go back and forth and be like, Mm -hmm. so what happens to this and what happens to that? And you're canceling out all these different possibilities that people can nitpick through your story. And then if you can just do something that's just emotion, you just show a feeling Mm -hmm. that. More emotion. Yeah. More emotion. Really Hollywood. I want to say that I really, really, really wish you guys would have seen Cynic Doki New York watching this film. We could have, twofold could have been this, a, man. It could have been, it could have been. <laughs> Two, this is, this is the last sign. This is the last yeah. sign. This can't, we can't sustain. One more episode and then, I and then the return of. You know, you, you guys experience every, everything on this movie. It reminds me of me experiencing all this stuff when I watched mm-hmm. Cynic Doki New York. Really? Because okay, okay. It's, it's just so interesting to see because my perspective is so different coming into the movie. Um, because all these techniques he uses, he uses in that film. And mm-hmm. I think Does he, use, he like, uses them even better in the movie, whoa. in my opinion. Which is very... Does he use mm-hmm. stuff like... Because uh, like when it starts with a lot of like in like camera and editing stuff, like you, he, he breaks the 180 mm-hmm. rule, he breaks like editing rule, like people stop talking in the middle of a cut. Yes. And that is different. Like, I it noticed just, when they were talking at the beginning of the movie and how he edits the dialogue and how the tones of the characters, how they're replying to each other. It's almost like people aren't really yeah. present with each other, which is interesting because the movie is trying to sort of emphasize this idea of presence and mortality and our finitude of our lives and things like that. But at the same yeah. time, it's also being a little bit tongue in cheek, showing how no one's really hundred percent paying attention to everybody. And he does that a lot also in that yeah. other movie. And uh, I noticed a lot of the techniques he uses and he's kind of like reusing them again in this movie. Not saying it's a bad thing, 
but it's a it's you can definitely tell um and it's just interesting because i really i just love that movie so much the cynic dark in new york movie that i'm just noticing you know all those things but what i wanted to say was going okay. into the movie phil you were wondering what i was feeling about if i was scared yeah or something. yeah yeah the truth is yes i was yeah i was you get the horror vibes in this movie honestly i was putting it off all day because i was thinking my goodness i was like i went to charlie kaufman and i'm thinking like but maybe he's doing something different. Maybe he's going for, you know, not a pure horror, but maybe he's going for something like that movie that came out that I will mm-hmm. probably never watch. Not Get Out. Get Out, right? Like, um, Get Out's fine, Jacob. It's this movie uh, that's like made by this famous director who directs these intense, not like slasher films, but like psychological horror movies. And it's this mo- this one movie uh-huh. that I read about, and I was like just reading about it, maybe like, oof, I'm never gonna watch this. It's about some family. What's like, the, what's the movie called? House, and it's called like um, I wish I could remember. Um, oh oh, uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well he's 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 okay, not well, he's not famous, famous yet. He, that's, a, that that's a I think first it's cinematic that movie. No, no no. Did you watch Hereditary? No. <laughs> I wanted to say that just reading about it, Dude. I thought that this movie was going to be like that. Ari Aster. He made two movies, Hereditary and Midsommar. Midsommar! And, and then going that was a meme. into the movie, Midsommar, I thought yes. to myself, I'm pretty scared. I'm not like super scared, but I'm pretty nervous that maybe he will go into some kind of direction like that. Mm-hmm. Not going to be like maybe supernatural stuff, but just this this gut-wrenching. I was I read about that other movie, Hereditary, and like this gut-wrenching feeling where it's like, you're going to be uneasy for three weeks. And I was like, I was uh, like, I yeah. really don't want to do that. Like, if it's going to be like that, I'm not great. But listen to this. This is funny. When I start, when I put the movie on, as soon as we have that scene of mm-hmm. them being, being in the car, for me, I was like, okay. I was like, you know what? This feels much more like at home compared to that movie, like Cynic Doki New oh, York. Oh, really? Like, okay. This does feel more of like a tense movie and I'm nervous. I'm not like super at ease, but I can feel the style of what he did. And that's what I liked so much about that other film uh, that I felt like, okay, I, I think I'm totally, I can see this might be, it might be difficult in some later scenes to go through some of the stuff that might be more like heavier, but um, it's definitely like I can tell what he's doing and sort of his approach with everything. By the way, another movie that I liked, it wasn't for Charlie Kaufman, but I really, really loved watching. It was a very similar style of I don't want to say mm-hmm. like genre, but just sort of how the characters talk and how the film kind of evolves. And it's not at all abstract. It's a movie about, do you guys know the writer? By the way, they mentioned him in the movie, David Foster Wallace. Uh, uh, I heard of him. The, the American writer who wrote this book called Infinite Jest. No. Uh, no, never, it doesn't ring a bell. Well, I don't no. know. Uh, what is, what, what is that about? Okay, well, the movie that the I like that is about him is called, I think it's called like End of the Tour or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie follows a journalist uh, doing an interview, doing like a doing like a a piece on David Foster Wallace, and they he joins him on his like book tour okay. in the Midwest. And JC Eisenberg liked it for also yes, okay. I also liked it for nostalgic reasons because it's in the Midwest and they're driving around and it was very like made me homesick. <laughs> but also fields. the the style of the characters, how they talk and stuff like that, for some reason reminded me a little bit of the beginning of this film, with okay. the car sequence. Good, like um, sometimes they turn into like pseudo intellectuals, and sometimes it's just like yes, really yeah, yeah. weird, like boring talk. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and yes. That's what I actually liked a lot about this movie. I wanted to say that the things that stood out to me was that uh, the cast, I think, was fantastic. I think that everyone was like on their A game. 
honestly the 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 female character right the the girlfriend yeah the um, female she, she, she maybe had the best performance i think in the movie in my opinion she was good she's good yeah and you know David also i think Thulis. she's irish and <laughs> this, so that's uh this made bed is not made for fucking it's so it's this movie can be so funny like to me it's i enjoy that really uncomfortable weirdness of just like I, I smile with glee watching a movie like this maybe i'm a psychopath mm-hmm. or not but it's just like it's maybe so a little bit, i think but it's just like i i love that you know when you go in that extra mile of just that uncomfortable area of, mm-hmm. of, of just, <laughs> just like what is what is it what is even happening and and I, <laughs> and, and I smile ugly when I when I went to Reddit after watching this movie and I found like the official discussion a post where people talk about you know watching whichever movie it came out. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's oh, every man. time a movie comes out, there's like a official uh, chat. No, I just, oh, I just go there just to see. Oh, it's it's okay. It's just to see what like general idea is. I'll look at comments and i'll look at the most mm-hmm. upvoted comments to see what the but i and but i just loved the first comment i saw it was like what a waste of time this movie and i just i just i just love the feeling of someone like i know watching it and thinking like what's the point of this and just being angry expecting i don't know like more, more plot what or something you expect? i read the yeah, same thing on youtube there was the trailer i did watch a trailer for this by the way because i yeah, was yeah, interested okay. before we wanted to watch the movie i didn't go blind i want to just kind of get a feel for way maybe what the approach is go blind go oh, my goodness <laughs> The comments were so bad. Oh boy. Half of them were, I wasted two hours. Give me yeah. back my two hours. What's the point? And then I remember really? I uh, Googled it and it's like the, the the first result on Google is like ending scene explained. Oh, jeez, yeah. Come on. It's always that. The ending it's, it's always that. It's always like plot didn't, didn't make sense. So this is a waste of time. Yeah. Like why... I think a lot of people, we talked about this before, a lot of people watch movie for the like a story. Right. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. know where it starts and where it ends and then you're happy as long as you understand. I just want to butt in here and just say that um, before we get into the point where someone listening will think like, mm, these guys think they're sophisticated. Mm, they, they, you oh, no. you won't you get it. You, you know, you know. I, I love you the know, MCU, you know, you man. Know how people, you know how people <laughs> so. sometimes think that when you when you talk about yeah, yeah, something yeah, yeah. where... I mean, we're being snobs. Podcast, I'm pretty sure you know that's not the case. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think, the, I think the three of you know already who There's we are. Three cartoon men. <laughs> I think we're going to be like <laughs> the bastion you will never enter. Yes. Yes. And just to conclude yes, no, my no, thoughts, no. at least in this area, is that, yeah, I went on, went on watching the film and uh, it was uh, definitely more intense of an experience. And I think the reason why that works so well is because you have a lot of that, you know, like you said, uh, unclear temporal stuff and you're wondering w- what's happening, who are we referencing, what characters is about all those things that are happening together. So it's almost like paradoxical, right? Like there's that sequence where David Thewlis's character walks in and he's the youngest version of himself in the entire film. And, yeah. you know, his wife is, right, the oldest version of herself. You know, he plays stuff a lot. Yeah, I think, she's like dying on the bed. Those elements. Uh, mm-hmm. But then, you, you know, you, you get towards the, the end of the film and, and things, of course, unravel and they become much more unfocused, right, uh, in terms of the actual... It's hard to keep track anymore of what's happening, but it's more of like a flow of like the emotion and and what you're feeling and stuff like that. So, uh, I gotta say that uh, overall, I think it definitely wasn't <clears throat> what I was expecting. 
like this sort of like super scary intense thing, <laughs> which is great. But I think that this is definitely more of a, uh, a tense film. Like it's not something that, and, and that's a, he does a good job of that with like the music and the characters talking and how they interact. The, you, you are always a little yeah. bit on the edge going like, I don't know. What will the next person yeah. do? Because I thought David Thewlis' character also, I'm gonna, the trailers, I thought it was going to be this madman who was like, you know, almost going to murder oh, someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you, you watch the scenes and you're yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah, this yeah, guy like, is like, he's not at all a madman. Like, he's even asking some interesting questions. It's just, everything feels off, you know? Everything feels... Yeah, he's, he's awkward, but like, he has like the awkward, and he yeah. keeps like the different levels of awkward dad. The two extremes. Yeah. Um, yes. Did you guys so want to know, know the plot? I have a couple of questions. Okay. The, the, plot. The, the, Maybe the, you can help me. Okay. Go. 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 Okay. So, so the plot of the book is essentially this is the point of view of the janitor, which is our main man, Jack. Jake. Jack. Jake. <laughs> Jack. And essentially, he it's his old self, and he's reminiscing. He's basically daydreaming, and we're we're viewing this point of view of the girl, and this is so. This is the daydream. Of him taking this one girl that he talked to once, right? And it's one of the stories, actually, they didn't mention how they met. Because they have a few versions that they talk to their parents, how they met. And one mm -hmm. of them is they met at a quiz. And they kind of have exchange. And then it's a little bit awkward, but they did get together. And that's basically it, what happened. They kind of had exchange. But he never did anything, right, when he was in this quiz a long time ago. So as his old self, he's single. He 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 doesn't have anyone he's living living it as a janitor in the in the school and he's daydreaming of what would have happened if he did date that girl because mm. he doesn't know anything about her so he's always make changing it maybe she's a poet maybe she's this maybe she's that and what would happen if he did take her mm. to to his parents and he's always keeps changing the scenario oh. but he's a depressed old man so things are working against him essentially he's like he's he, okay what would happen if he meets her parents then okay no maybe hmm. if we met them here and it's kind of like this strange depressing kind of point this of view is of so someone sad. who's of, of someone who's really self-deprecating like he doesn't trust himself yeah. and it's it's a, it's a sad daydream essentially where someone who, usually daydreams are something you're where you're confident and everything's working out for you but this is a daydream that's mm -hmm. you, you know like sometimes you're like you're like the hero of your daydream like everything's you know you're but this is a someone who's very doubtful of himself and is trying to figure and out what, this best, like. best scenario of of him to this girl so this would have been but like and essentially his kind of imagination kind of takes over by the end where he kind of drags him her and the daydream even from the parents' wow. house back to where he's working at, at the school. And essentially in yeah. the book, he kind of commits suicide. Um, he basically... Oh! Yeah, it ends up killing himself in the kid. movie. Like, that's how I understood it. They allude in the movie, it's a little less clear because you kind of, he yeah, because, undresses and he yeah. freezes kind of in the in the truck and kind of kind of suicide. It's more a little bit ambiguous. Because, oh, okay. So, I think so in the book, he actually kills like, himself. I actually didn't, right. obviously, didn't make the connection that it's all a daydream. I thought that uh, this was like some kind of interplay of him reminiscing on things that happened. And at the end, when you have that final shot mm -hmm. of the car, yeah, yeah. The car isn't his pickup truck. The car is the small car. So I thought that maybe, you know, it's like a really tragic, yeah, yeah. maybe, you know, he, he, they both got lost or died or something, you know, in the, in the cold. Um, that's weird that you had that conclusion because my conclusion was, here's a shot just of a the shot, car. Just for no that's reason. about it. You know, make up your own mind. 
okay. make up your own mind. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's, that's what it was at the end. And I like that. I was kind of satisfied about that. I was like, oh, that was a, that was a thing, you mm-hmm. know? That's what yeah. I liked about it. And, you know, no one had to die. And I was thinking, did the guy stay in that truck? Because I knew the shape of the yeah, truck. It, to me, it felt like the, it was I, the I pickup truck. Was, but maybe it was. But, um, but yeah, but, but, I, week, but I thought so I like, <laughs> but I was like, he didn't freeze in there because I, I remember, you know, like when he just was in the truck. But then, you know, the cartoon pig helped him. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, I thought that was part of the, you know, that's part of the thing. Maybe he just wandered yeah. off somewhere else, you know. I, usually when a, a imaginary thing comes and takes you away somewhere usually that's that's hmm. usually death <laughs> oh that's usually i think death. As, as a metaphor visually usually that's, that's and then the know. dance happens right that's later yes. right yeah i think yeah. that's when, then when reality start to mush mm-hmm. together you know because uh you know that because basically he's daydreaming on that really wintry night by himself you know finishing up at work where he kind of where essentially a kind of his daydream as he's working there and his idea of, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of mushes into one reality where he's just kind of like, he can't well, handle it's interesting anymore, though so. that it's so funny that I didn't, I didn't make the connection of him daydreaming, but like I said, I made the connection of him reminiscing because remember the main character is talking to yeah, the okay. girl in the car and he's saying how like, man, he's like, you know, it's the most admirable to be young. And then we see at the yeah. end, the two characters are the youngest versions of themselves dancing in school, right? So the illusion of like... The dancing... St- yeah. So that's what I thought. The dancing stuff... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the dancing stuff... Because like, I, I also thought the same thing as you when I watched the movie. Like he was reminiscing of this happen and he couldn't remember correctly. That that was my impression. That, like that's why I kept changing. That, like, we would get some answer at the end that like what happened to them because clearly they wouldn't you mm-hmm. know, end up being together or whatever. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was like dark. I thought maybe she died or I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like I remember I was reading the comments of what people said and they noticed a lot of details like stuff that he talks about, the poetry or his interest and everything. That's all... F- you can see that once he goes in mm-hmm. his room, like all the influences there. So I think uh, even the dancing and the robbers of Mecca, I think he's just influences of what he knows about romance and everything. So it kind of just his, his own kind of sad uh, point of view of, of the situation. It gets interrupted by his ideas of like romanticism for movies yeah. and or, or what, you know, romance means. That's why the dancing couple Could comes be. in, you know, this kind of like mush of, of thoughts. Why, um, maybe it's like a plot question, but why was she getting mm-hmm. calls from herself? Why was she getting calls from herself? Who was calling? Uh, her? She was getting like a million calls. Oh, that I don't know. I for, I totally forgot about that 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 whole plot yeah. point. I don't know if, if because that, I later that, thought when she starts talking to him at the school at the end, and she's mm-hmm. like basically being super honest and being upset at herself for saying yes, and you know being in this whole mess. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was like herself reminding herself to get out of the situation, you know, something like that. Okay. She's just ignoring that. I just don't know why that would be such an important plot point with the phone and everything. (laughs) Yeah, that, that, that begs the question. I I don't know, like, what, is that like a metaphor for something or is that like a, in, you know, like a in-universe kind of mechanic of I don't know. what that meant. I guess only a metaphor. And then also like, you know, that reference with that uh, lady at the ice cream place who's like, you don't have to, you know, go the forward ice cream in time. Place. I also didn't understand what she was necessarily talking about there. 
Uh, she was talking about yeah. Tenet. Apparently, you can go back. She just Where saw. Is, she yeah. just saw Tenet, and she's like, "Well, look, but well, it's true because like both of the characters don't have names. True. They're both the protagonists. Oh, then, no, God. they can be together. I think. I think it was just essentially, <laughs> essentially, he. What I think to me, he kind of felt sorry for the girl as well as he wanted her to be part of him, and he was kind of questioning this. Well, if if I would have taken out to see my parents, would she like him? So I think when you have when we talk about, you know, you you're kind of your your conscious is like a two two voices talking to each other. And when you're dreaming, mm-hmm. those two voices are disconnected. So I think it's that kind of thing where he's imagining it even from her point of view, and then his other self is telling, you know what, you would have ended up really bad with me because I'm 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 terrible as a person. So don't mm, you know like true. Yeah, yeah is this inner conversation. But he wins the Nobel Peace Prize, though. So that's oh yeah, <laughs> the speech that was amazing. The, the speech was great. That was that. Was that supposed to be like a? Was that from something? Uh, Citizen Kane. Was that? Wait, let me let me see. Or was that a beautiful mind? It was something. A speech from. Was, but the makeup felt like Citizen Kane, didn't it? Like, yeah, that was. Yeah, could be. I love the makeup. That was great. Um. Yeah, everyone's just... It had to be a beautiful mind. Makeup. It's a beautiful mind. Because I was look, we're looking at the credits really? and it said a beautiful yeah, mind. Yeah, it's a beautiful mind. Yes, it's just t- the, the speech is taken really? from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. The yes, speech. yes. The sort of really inspirational really? movie-like. Oh, right, about his like wife. Yes, yes. Uh, his thank you and, and uh, you know, I love that. I love that when, <laughs> when it kind of... So they mushed it all together, right? Yeah, like makes fun of it. it Not even brain. make fun of it, because I think making fun of it is is like a cheap version of it. It's just it just puts it out there and then change the context kind of gives you a different point of view of something. You know, it's 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 not actually like making you know, making a farce out of it. It's using that something like that to to make a different point. It's lovely. Yeah. Lovely. This could have been a good twofold two combo. Too far, but wait, 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 too heavy. What have we done? Too heavy. What have we done? Heavy? Heavy? I don't know. I, I not to me. I, I enjoy movies like these. But I would say, <laughs> yeah. it, I think you'd like it, Tim. Um, okay, check it out yeah. seriously. Like maybe just. But I would say, I mean, maybe it's not for you like that. But but definitely, it's like one of those movies you kind of need to, you know, get in the headspace. And I would say that it's more. I think it's heavier than this movie. Not in the sense of like it's hard to watch per se, mm-hmm. but it's just a. It's a more powerful movie i think okay so it's like something that is uh because because it, it does it does a lot that movie does a lot of stuff so yeah definitely definitely check it out cool cool yeah, yeah. i i i watched this a week ago because we had to move uh the listening and i'm just like i'm getting more excited about it because i've kind of forgot about all the little mm-hmm. details so i'm just like ah oh, maybe i should yeah, check it out. yeah this is a movie of little details uh, the one thing that I was so happy to see was, um, for a long time, I talked about aspect ratios. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. You, go. you got your aspect ratio. The, the, you got I, a nice aspect I, ratio. Someone, someone finally did something with a full screen, and I'm just Why? so happy oh, yeah, to see okay. it. You need to watch a lighthouse, man. What? You need to watch the lighthouse. I will. I will. Because like, what I love about here, what I hear about the lighthouse is just that I just like that it's it's filmed in black and white dude you, you have know? no idea what, what like filming in black and white is. what and chemicals yes what the the filters they used it's just ah it's too much yes. too much technical and it's only for the reason of like a visual idea i love that it's not just like yeah, farting yeah. around ah we can't we're not talking about lighthouse we're talking about 
What are we talking about? We're talking about the sponge house. I, I think we're talking about ending this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I think that's a good time. I'm thinking about ending it. Yeah. So you know, I was thinking about making that joke, but uh, oh, I took it. I snatched it. I snatched it from you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the big question yeah. is, um, you, yes, you, listening to us in your ears or on speakers? What Wouldn't that be think? still? Oh, okay, in your ears. What did you think? Have you seen the movie? Do you like yeah. Charlie Kaufman? Do you know? Would you see a movie on Netflix? Do you have That's Netflix? True. How much do you pay? Are you getting a deal? Can we be on your family? What are they showing you? Are you one of those loginers? What are your suggestions on Netflix? Loggers. What do they think you like? Does What's anyone understand password? the rating system of Netflix <laughs> when it says like 90% compatible, whatever the hell it says no, up there. I don't understand what that yeah, means. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? It means nothing to me. I don't know. I'm compatible with everything, apparently. <laughs> everything no, is good. On Netflix, compatible. everything is good. Tim is multiply compatible. <laughs> Look what I was drawing, by the way, when we were talking. Mm-hmm. This really nice picture. It's uh, a man. a man. His man. eyes. But he, is a, but he is a cup as well. Wow, he's, he's a, a cup man. man. You see the handle? Oh. Yes. He's a cup man. He's from, he's from Charlie Cup Cupman. Cupman. <laughs> Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> yeah, so Coffee, I would like to friend. hear what you guys thought because uh, it's definitely. Um, I think it was a good movie. Check out. I think we all. Oh man, no! Like it's great. It's great to have watched it. Which was cool. I'm not going to deny that. I'm glad you enjoyed I, it. Phil. I do. It's. I. I was going to say that it, it reminded me a lot of. I'm going to bring this movie again. Eight and a half because mm. they do th- that movie did dreams pretty well, mm-hmm. and this is the same kind of thing. And you know, so there yeah. we go. Uh, Federico Fellini's Eight and a Half. Everyone loves that film. Magical. Cool. Um, you should see it. Have you seen you haven't. Sim? Eight and a Half? I've seen the... You should go watch it because I think it'll tell you. It'll give you some insight. Yeah, okay. you'll like it. I think you'd like it a lot. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think I've had it on the list for a while now. It's still, still haven't watched it. Yeah. Got to get into it. Cool. Yeah. What's what that else? Was that, what, there's another movie what, about dreams. What's Harry Potter called? At the train station. The platform? Nine and three quarters. Nine and three quarters. It's too many numbers. Too <laughs> right many numbers. To... <laughs> Someone said something before I said that. What was that? I don't know. Some dream movies. Uh, something about dreams. Another mm-hmm. movie like Walking Walking Dream or something like that. Remember that? Waking, waking Life. Waking Life. <laughs> like, <laughs> walking yes. Dreams. That's like Walking Phoenixes. Yeah. Walking cousin. Dreams. But, yeah. But Waking Life, yeah. But that's also about lucid dream. But that's, a, but that's the thing, though. Like, I don't know. You, I know you guys keep saying, like, this is a very, like, the dream. I know, I know, I, I know. I, I know it's not like It's not about dream. that. I'm not putting a label on it. I'm okay. just... Okay. No, it, it's dream-like dream-like. in the sense that it's a daydream. It's essentially your imagination, which is very similar to uh, a dream, except it's like a lucid dream, mm-hmm. right? But it's not so vivid as a lucid dream because right. lucid dream, you're you're locked away from reality. A, a daydream is essentially a lucid dream, but you still kind of keep being interrupted by you know, unless you're a teenager sitting in your bed, <laughs> you're just totally zoned yeah, yeah, out. Yeah. Did you guys used to do that? Do you used to daydream? Just oh, like yeah, all the time, man. Just like, all the time. Like you forget all it's like time. three hours and you're just like in your bed and you're like, you oh, know. it wasn't so much though on my bed. I think I would daydream uh, like before I go to sleep, stuff like that. Yeah, before I go to sleep, oh, that was sleep. like a big one. Sometimes yeah, you're there for I hours. Think all, all kids, I, I was music a lot. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, man. what else did you guys say? Something else? It was a, before bed. At school, yeah, at school before bed. Yeah, but before bed, that was the, that was the, sometimes you would get daydreams so intense, like you couldn't yeah, yeah, fall asleep. Yeah. Then and you were like, it's three a.m. and I'm like, it. I have to finish the story. <laughs> yeah, the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
in my head. Finish the story. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't think if I ever did it anywhere else. No. Yeah. For me, the stories were always making movies. You know, making. Yeah. <laughs> the film. And the, it always ends of Steven Spielberg shaking Phil's no, hands. No, it's not Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did a good job, Phil. And he's like, and then Welcome I can go board. to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can go to sleep Something now. Something like that. <laughs> awesome. Robert Zemeckis. What are your day, daydreaming secrets? <laughs> Robert know. Zemeckis shaking your hand. <laughs> We have to find out if he'd actually directed that. <laughs> directed by, that's what you see, just directed by yeah, Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, oh, speaking of which, I wanted to check before the movie was over. I was looking at the credits. I waited until the credits were over because I wanted uh-huh. to see. There might be something at the end because like it wasn't black at mm-hmm. the end. But not just uh-huh. that, but I wanted to see. Oh, okay. There has to be a special thanks to Robert Zemeckis. There has to be. I was hope it? there is. There was. So he, he was oh, definitely good. aware of it. So that's good. <laughs> so it's not a, it's not a dig. I mean, That's it good. is a dig. There you have it, guys. Uh, two yeah. full podcasts. Talks there are about, so many Robert um, Zemeckis movies that just irritate things. me, but you're right, yes. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a weird place way to end. I know, I wanted to do that. <laughs> I wanted to do that. With his grievance <laughs> with Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> All right, so to end on the official note, we will see you next time. <laughs> Castaway sucks. <laughs> sucks.